0: Yo, today's QOD is read or else. Here we go. The day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton at SeanCroxton.com. We got Ty Allen Jackson on the show today for another Best of 2023 episode. And this episode got the most engagement of all of our episodes of 2023. And today, Ty is going to talk about the connection between illiteracy and all kind of social problems like poverty. And incarceration and teen pregnancy and drug use and many more. And so, you know, during our original episode, I talked about how my mom, when my brother and I were were little kids, she would take us to the library, she would take us to the bookstore. She would always encourage us to read. We saw her reading all the time. My dad would read. We had books all over the house, magazines all over the house. And, you know, that modeling is so important. Because these days, kids don't read. And one of the reasons they don't read is because their parents don't read. Because they don't see it. And so please, if you are a parent, please listen closely because Ty is going to give you some tips for creating avid readers in your children. Ty Allen-Jackson's coming up.
1: What if I was to tell you that each and every one of you have the power to suppress and minimize teen pregnancy, teen drug use, poverty, mass incarceration, and so much more by simply promoting something that each and every one of you do every single day. And that thing is reading. My name is Ty Allen Jackson. I am a children's book author, literacy advocate, and the world's largest self-proclaimed mama's boy. My path to becoming an author and literacy advocate started with her when I was about five years old. She would take my brother and I to the library and we would go and we would bring back as many books as we could possibly carry. And we would bring them home to her bed, which when you're a kid, your mother's bed seems like a throne, not like a bed. And we would sit on that throne and she would spread out all the books that we had right along her bed. And she would then read the books in su- with such enthusiasm and animation that it was like having theater right in front of you. It was the thing that was the foundation that laid down for me to become the reader and the author that I am today. Fast forward to about 10 years ago. 10 years ago, my son asked me a question, and this question would change my life. And he very simply said, hey, Dad, can we open up a lemonade stand? Sure, son. So we get a cardboard box. We sit it right on top of uh, uh, on on the corner of our street. Tablecloth, a pitcher of lemonade, little umbrellas. You got to have the little umbrellas. And in three hours, this cute little kid made $50 selling lemonade. That's what I said. (laughs) And then it prompted him to ask another question. He said, Dad, what am I going to do with all this money? And the reality is, I said in my great, big, authoritative, fatherly voice, I don't know. (laughs) What 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 does a seven-year-old kid do with 50 bucks? So when I don't know the answer to a question, I go to the bookstore and I try to find a book to help me answer that question. So I go to the local bookstore and out of the thousands of books that are on the shelf, I could not find one book to teach my son about finance and entrepreneurship. Long story short, I decided to create and publish that book. That book is titled Danny Dollar. This book has inspired tens of thousands of children across the country to learn about finance and entrepreneurship. I am remarkably proud of this book and in fact, This year, I am piloting with an economics professor in Northern Kentucky University, Danny Dollar Academy, to help teach inner-city, low-income kids about the importance of finance and entrepreneurship. So this is my first book, and as my first book, as any first author would do, I went out and heavily promoted this book. So I would go to schools in my community, and I noticed something immediate upon me promoting this book a lot of kids simply did not like to read. Now that I can't even fathom that as a kid, I'd love to read and I instill this within my family. So prominently my children love to read. So I'm constantly surrounded by children who love to read, but lo and behold, as I'm promoting this book, children telling me they're not interested because they don't like reading. So I decided to discover why is it that children don't like to read? So as I'm making this discovery, I discovered something else that was incredibly, incredibly damaging. And what it is, is that there are several statistics and these statistics change the way that I promote literacy. Two out of three children who cannot read proficiently by the fourth grade will end up incarcerated or on welfare. Whenever I say that quote, I get goosebumps like I have right now. To compound that, 85% of all teens who go through the judicial system are functionally illiterate. To coincide with that, 70% of all inmates today cannot read above a fourth grade level. There is a direct connection between illiteracy and incarceration in this country. We came across this statement from the Department of Justice. The link between academic failure and delinquency, violence and crime is wielding to reading failure. In other words, if we are not promoting the importance of reading, we are welcoming into our, into our lives incarceration, poor health, and just a number of, of issues. So I thought to myself, this basically is saying read or else. That sounds like something you should put on a T-shirt. So that's exactly what we did. We took this slogan and we put it on a T-shirt. And the results from wearing this T-shirt were immediate and profound. We could not walk a block without someone going, that's a great shirt. And I'd say, yeah, I know. <laughs> Read or else, I get it. We get it too. And then the question I was waiting for, once I had these shirts, hence we had these shirts established, I knew I was going to get this question and I could not wait for this question. And the question is, or else what? And I would say, six Six what? Your teenage daughter is six times more likely to become pregnant if her reading level is below the fourth grade. So read or else. I would go another block and someone would say, or else what? And I say, 75. 75 of all recipients of welfare are functionally illiterate. And someone again would say, or what? And I would say 90, 90% of all dropouts are on welfare. And also when you are dropout and are functionally illiterate, you no longer qualify for 90% of the jobs in this country. There is a direct connection to illiteracy and poverty and incarceration and you name it. So we went on this brigade to go out and promote this t-shirt and lo and behold it started selling like crazy and people all across the world were starting to buy these shirts and as great as it was to have this walking talking billboards all across the world promoting reader else we wanted it to have an even more profound impact so we decided that with every single purchase of a t-shirt or a hoodie that has the reader else logo that we would send a book to a child in a homeless shelter to help sever the cycle of poverty that obviously exists inside their lives. And what book did we decide to send them? Well, duh. (laughs) Danny Dollar, what better book to send a child that is struggling economically than to teach them about the importance of finance and entrepreneurship? Product programs like the Full Program or Read or Else are our little way for us to put a dent in illiteracy. But each and every one of you have the power to do the exact same thing in your world. And when I say your world, I mean the world that's most important to you, your home. So I'd like to offer a couple of things that you can do to incite your little reader, if he or she isn't one already, to help, to help them establish them to be a reader. One of the things that we can do is go to the movies. I'm a huge fan of the movies. And chances are, when my little kids are telling me they want to go to a movie, more than likely, that movie has already been a book. So we'll go to the bookstore and get the book and read it first. And I'm talking current movies from Diary of a Wimpy Kid or Captain Underpants that are in the theaters but, have already, but were first books, or even movies like Shrek, which was first a book before it was, uh, uh, before it was a movie. Even The Wizard of Oz... It was one of the most amazing books. If you have not read The Wizard of Oz, and I know you've all seen it, you need to read that book. That book is crazy. So if you want to help encourage little readers at home, take them to the movies. The other place that you really need to take them is the library. In my opinion, the library is the most powerful, important, yet underused resource in the country. If knowledge is power and books are where you get knowledge, the library is the ideal place to go and get them. Not to mention, to purchase a book is pretty darn expensive. And at the library you can take out almost as many books as you want for free, 99. <laughs> So it is essential for you to go to the library, not to mention that the library has found new and creative ways to get you in from having movie nights and author readings. Even my local library has Lego nights every other week to get families inside, which I think is pretty awesome. But the most important and powerful thing that you can do to help establish a little reader is to lead by example. My favorite poet, James Baldwin, once said that our children resist listening to their parents, but they never fail to emulate them. It is essential that for you as the primary teacher of your child, for you to set the example and read with and to and around your children, as well as all the people that your child gravitates to. And I don't just mean inside the home. I wanna share with you a little trick. If you really wanna create a little reader in the home, don't promote it to your child. Promote it to your child's best friend. Because if you think that your child listens to you more than they listen to their best friend, I got some news for you. So the next time that you really want to encourage your child to read, take your child and their friend to the bookstore and buy them the same book. And then do something I love to do. Challenge them. Hey, little Billy, I bet you can't read that book in a week. Oh, yeah, Mr. Jackson? I could read that book in five days. (laughs) <laughs> and I guarantee you that your child will jump in and want to do the same thing, if not beat his little friend. So it's important for us to have this creativity for us to encourage our children to read. The thing that, that all three of these suggestions have in common is you. You are the catalyst for changing this world by changing your children to make them more literate. If the first time that your child has a book read to them is within a circle in kindergarten, then you are failing as a parent. I have one more number for you, actually technically two. It's this one, and it's pretty darn large. 32 million, and those are the amount of adults that cannot read in this country today. That is absolutely, positively devastating. And if you don't think that affects you, you are absolutely wrong. Because it's these 32 million people that are going to be dependent upon our welfare system. They are gonna be victims of our incarceration system. And who's flipping the bill for these things? You are. So illiteracy impacts every single one of us, every single day. So it is our obligation to promote the importance and the joy and the power of reading. And we can all do that with one final number, and that is one. All it takes is one book and one child to change a life. If you are all readers, and I know you are, you all had one book that shifted everything, and it did it for me as well. And it is up to us as parents and guardians and loved ones and grandparents to expose our children to that one book. And it may take dozens. It may even take hundreds of books for you to get to that point. But it is an investment worth making for you to do that and impact our lives. I beg you, I plead with you for behalf of the welfare of our country and our world to read and promote reading
0: or else. That was Ty Allen Jackson. His website is tyallenjackson.com. You can watch today's entire talk on YouTube, it's called Read or Else Ty Allen Jackson, TEDx Berkshires. All right, my friend, I got another one tomorrow and another one on Friday. I hope you're enjoying this week's best of. I will see you tomorrow. We out. Peace.